It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Gary Clark on the other side of the glass. Good morning, Gary. Or good afternoon, Gary. Well, good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, did you have a good weekend? Uh, actually, I worked all weekend thanks to... After the hurricane. Uh, yeah, thanks to high school football. <laughs> you know, Friday night we had some cancellations. Yes, we did. And then on Saturday had to run a, uh, a Trinity game. That was in the afternoon. Yeah, and then uh, ran Southern Indiana High School sports oh, at, at that night. Full day. Yeah. I only had one game. Well, yeah. I had two, but the first one, of course, Friday night was stormed out. When did they? Uh, when did they end up playing? Seven o'clock Saturday night, Central and Saint X down at Fifteenth uh, and Ollie. Yeah, where I love to be on a Friday or Saturday night. No question about that. Uh, hottest press box I'll ever be in. Period. <laughs> period. And it had cooled down on Saturday too. It was hot Friday. It actually cooled down after the first rain came through Friday, and then we thought we were going to play about eight. And then the lightning started. Oh, it was it was it was awful. I was I know it was hailing at Trinity yeah. Friday night. Um, we were I don't say I was scared because I was surrounded by concrete in that hot hot press box. And we had um, it was it was a light show down at uh, down the in the uh, west end slash north end because the bats got rained out too. Yeah, we got uh, we had um, power outages at oh. the mothership. Not good. Nope. Not good. Went nope. back Saturday night, 7 o'clock game. Got through it. St. X beat Central 21-6. By the way, uh, promo for this weekend, Friday night, St. X mail at St. X. Two undefeated teams, two top-ranked teams in 6A. We will bring that to you right here on the Big X. 7 o'clock kickoff, 6.35 pregame with myself, Tony Burke, and I guess uh, Trevor Kelsey will be uh, on the board. He already sent me a go dogs. So. <laughs> I think, yeah, he's scheduled to be here yeah, Friday mean, night. Mean-spirited already. At so, the Big X. We'll do that on Friday night. It's college football week, though. We got a sip of college football on Saturday. Now, it's like bottle Woodford and your buddy says, hey, it's just a little sip. And you go, oh, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. It burns so good going down. And now... This week, he's going to go ahead and gift you the whole bottle. Enjoy your weekend. It is Monday, August 28th. Thank goodness, last Monday in August. A lot of people hate that. A lot of people love the summer. They love going to the lake or going doing things outside. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. You going to be here next Monday? Uh, Yeah, barring uh, the Lord telling me I'm not, yes. Oh, okay. Working on a holiday. Oh, no, no, yeah, no chance. Monday's what am I thinking? Labor Day. I'm not going to be here Friday because we had the Big X uh, golf scramble. Ah. On Friday morning at 9-ish. Uh, so, wow, four-day weekend. I didn't even think about that. Thank you, Gary. No. And so you'll be off, too. Glad to be of service. <laughs> I will not be here uh, next Monday. This is Monday, August 28th. Give me chilly, even cold temperatures. I'm good with that. And not, nobody loves... Freezing rain or sleet, snow, I can take it or leave it. But I will take cold over hot any day of the week. I will take five degrees over 105 degrees anytime. Gary's shaking his head. I wish it were summer 
all year long. Well, everybody's different, and you are welcome to that opinion. I guess as I get older. Just like you carry that uh, AK-47 with you, I'm anti-gun. <laughs> well, man's got to be safe. Man's got to be safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Eminem Cartage Hotline, let's get political here. Why not? Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. You're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep this hot summer day going in the right direction? Well, visit Thornton's. Right now, 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. That's right. You heard me. 89 cents. Coming today, grab a fountain drink and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Do you prefer five degrees? I probably should change that. That's really cold. Do you prefer... 12 degrees or 100 degrees. If you're going to walk down the street, that's it. Just down the block. I got to run to the store to get something. It's a block and a half away. We're not talking about any precipitation here. 12 degrees or 100 degrees. What do you want? I'm going 12 every day, all day. Or all day, every day. I don't even know how to say it. College football started this started this past weekend. We get the full slate coming up this weekend. Louisville and Jeff Brom, who already had his press conference that for some reason I was not invited to. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think I'm a member of the media, and I'm reminded occasionally that I'm nobody. No invitation at all. All right. He had it this morning. Uh, a report that I got from a good friend of mine that was there said, same old pregame BS, nothing new to report, uh, just coach speak. And it should be coach speak from Jeff Brown because we don't know what's going to happen. He probably does, and he certainly doesn't want to tell Georgia Tech what's going to happen. 7.30 Friday night, everybody who knows me knows that's a that's – a, Thing that sticks in my craw, Friday night college football. It infringes on Friday night high school football. Can't these kids just get one night when there's not college football? The answer is no. Unless you want to play on Monday night against NFL football or Tuesday and Wednesday up until December when the or November, excuse me, when the Mac starts playing on weeknights. Unless you want to play on those on Tuesday and Wednesday, then you're gonna to have to go up against something. But college football should be on Saturday and maybe the occasional holiday game like we will have Monday between Clemson and whoever they play, Duke, on uh, Monday night, Labor Day night. Occasionally, I'll, I'll give you a holiday, a Thanksgiving game between Texas and Texas A&M. I'm fine with that. I don't even think they do that anymore, but I'm fine with it. Don't take Friday night away. And it's not Louisville, and it's not Indiana who has one Friday night game this week. It is ESPN, Fox Sports, SEC, ACC, Big Ten. Those are the culprits here. Those are the ones that infringe on me wanting to go to a high school football game or you wanting to go on a high school football game on Friday night. How many people will not go to see Mail and St. X or whoever else they would normally go see on Friday night because they want to stay home and see what the fuss is about with Jeff Brown being the new head coach at Louisville. Louisville, Georgia Tech, from Atlanta, 7.30 ESPN. There will be a lot. Now, moms, dads, 
Uh, male students, St. X students, they'll be at the game. For the most part, they'll be at the game. But I know a lot of people going to Atlanta. Going to Atlanta for the Friday night game. And there are other people who would normally go to a high school game on Friday night that will not. And it's not just the game at St. X. It's all over the county. It's all over the state. Because got to see the cards play. The, the opener for Jeff Brom. Louisville's a seven-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under, 49-and-a-half. That tells me the score should be somewhere in the range of 28-21 Louisville, according to Las Vegas. By the way, I'm not shying away from it. I know I was 0-2 in my first weekend of picks. Thank you, Navy. Thank you, Southern Cal. 0-2. Louisville's a 7.5-point favorite over Georgia Tech. I will give you the pick on, on Thursday. No show Friday, but I will give you the pick on Thursday. Take it for what it's worth. Do what I tell you to do every time I give picks. Bet the other way. Had you bet the other way on Saturday, you would be 2-0 and this season. It's a really a simple, simple process. Bet the other way. Had you bet the other way all year last year, you would have hit about 54% of your games, which is probably going to be a break-even with juice included break-even. But that's good. Breaking even is better than losing. I tell people all the time, bet a three-team parlay. I won $35 on a $5 bet. Well, $35, that's chump change. It's better than losing. It's better than losing. Saturday, Kentucky hosts Ball State out of the MAC. Noon game, SEC Network. Kentucky is a 26-and-a-half point favorite. Over under 48-and-a-half. All right. Ball State's got a decent offense from what I've been reading. Kentucky fans will get their first look at quarterback Devin Leary, the transfer from NC State. Cats very excited. Cats fans very excited about this young man. A lot of guys back from last year. Important on the defensive side of the ball. But again, first game of the year, we just don't know. You never know. Kentucky traditionally plays these MAC teams not very well early in the year. They've had some blowouts, but usually it's close for at least a half. And then Saturday, Ohio State and Indiana, 3.30 CBS. Ohio State is now up to a 30-point favorite. Over under 60 and a half. That says score will be somewhere in the range of 45 to 14. OIU. OIU. We uh, picked our games throughout the year earlier. I still got to get Ed's picks. I need to get him in here this week. We're having microphone issues, uh, so maybe I'll just have him text them to me. Louisville, Tony and I have seven and five. Scooter had them six and six. Kentucky, I got eight and four. Tony and Scooter have nine and three. And Indiana, Scooter and I, two and ten. Tony is the optimist, the eternal optimist. He has Indiana three and nine. So there you go. Let's go to the M&M Cartage Hotline. Bring in David. How are you on this Monday, David? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, John, as always. Um, the one thing about uh, college football, about UofL's schedule for this year, yeah. how many games do they do 
Friday night and other nights besides Saturday. What's the schedule looking like from uh, at what least, you see on At least two, because I know they play at NC State on a Friday night also. But let me look. Besides Georgia quick. Tech, right? Yeah, Thursday night after Georgia Tech, which is six days after Georgia Tech, they have a home game against Murray State, the home opener. And they also, Murray State's going to be on Thursday night. Yeah, and then later will, in will the that year, be, will that be like the Valley Sports, or uh, will it be ACC Network for that television? ACC, think, ACC Network. Okay, okay, ACC okay, that's, that's Network fine. on a Thursday, and then later in the year on November 9th, a Thursday night game at home against Virginia on ESPN. Okay, so four of the twelve games uh, that Louisville has are either on Thursday or Friday. Wow, that's 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 really amazing. That's I, a guess bunch. So, I guess so. I guess what's that? That's a bunch. I know it is. Yeah, I mean, and I know for the high school football, I know it's got to hurt. You know, really, as far as getting the attendance at the high school games, I, yeah. you don't know how the crowds are going to be, but you know, the high school games need all the support they can get, and you need to have Thursday and Friday for the high schools at least, wouldn't you? I would think you know, college. Football would be best to have more Saturdays, the better yeah. for it, right? It's all about television, David. ESPN, yes, it is. Fox Sports, mm-hmm. and, and which includes yep. Fox Sports 1, ACC, SEC, Big Ten Networks, they want college football games any night they can get them. Yeah. Because they well, know, they know the ratings are going to be high and the advertising dollar is going to be high for those games. So they want games on those nights. And ESPN and Fox and all of those other networks, they don't care about high school football. They don't. They no. They, they certainly don't. It is not even an afterthought. Forget it being a thought. Yeah. It's not even an afterthought. Uh, Indiana, right. by the way, well, has I was here one, something about Indiana has one Friday game. It is September eighth against Indiana State. From my perspective, okay. I'm lucky because that is St. X's bye week. So I'm oh okay. I'm pretty happy about that. But, yeah. But yeah. again, Indiana with one uh, one game on uh, Friday night. But I, I, I don't think about maybe, I think Kentucky. I think Kentuckys are all on Saturday. But I'll check while you while you yeah. make, make your next point. Gotcha. Well, anyway, I was also hearing in the television that's going on too, and this is interesting that I'm hearing something about the CW maybe getting some ACC games. I don't know when that's coming, but I think that's that was this something year. I was hearing on one of the. What's that? I think it starts now. I think it starts this year. Remember, they were on the, the CW. Regional? Yeah, they were on the regional sports network last year, the, right. a- the ACC. Yes. And there were a couple of Louisville games, at least one, but I think it was a couple that you didn't get to see because right. they were on yes. regional mm-hmm. sports network and some right. of the carriers, myself included with DirecTV, didn't have RSN. CW right. now I got has picked up the ACC package, so I think you're going to get a lot of ACC games on not only the ACC network but on the CW as well. Yep. So the CW could be because I know you know I know that for sure I hear that if people don't have cable but if they have the you know regular air television with an antenna they can get the CW I think it's like twenty eight in some places and thirty four <laughs> in others I, I'm not exactly sure how that that who's works got, who's but, got uh, any antennas left after that storm Friday night <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's true that's true because that was television in my days growing oh, up and i know oh, i'm yeah. on a cable package right now so and i have to kind of look at my budget to see what i can take and what i can't so <laughs> by the way kentucky so has situation right all now saturday games the sec has all saturday games now i know the big 10 that's good they're smart the big their 10, sec is smart 
the Big Ten has a game, I think, just about every Friday night. Uh, I know uh, this week, uh, is it Nebraska? No, that's the Thursday night. Nebraska plays Minnesota on Fox. Yeah. So that's, okay. one, that's one of the uh, big games Thursday night coming up, and Florida and Utah play in Utah at 8 o'clock on ESPN. So those are a couple of good yeah. Thursday night games. Uh, but the Big Ten has, in the past several years, always had a Friday night game. Um, now they, they have a Thursday night one this week, but I'm going to assume moving forward, uh, in, Indiana State plays Indiana on Friday Illinois plays Kansas on a Friday night in week two. Mm. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that most Friday nights, Big Ten, here's one, Virginia uh, ACC school at Maryland, a Big Ten school on FS1. That's week three. Oh, Uh, my. So Friday night, Mm. Wisconsin and Purdue on September 22nd, they'll play. So you're going to get a Big Ten game just about every Friday night during the regular season. Indiana, again, only has one. That's against Indiana State. I know I was going to ask you, what did you think? I know this past weekend of Notre Dame's uh, playing in Ireland. I know. I, think, I, it's I cool. think you may have mentioned last week. How did you, what did you think of that? Thank you for the call, David. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I appreciate sure. it. Um, I thought it was cool. Yeah, you'll... yeah, I thought it was great. And uh, in Dublin, the Irish, I get the whole name connection and all that stuff. Uh, it was like 90% Notre Dame fans. Look, Notre Dame was impressive, but before I jump on the uh, – Blarney Stone here. It was uh, it was Navy, and it was a Navy team that did not look good at all. They got a new coach. They still run that triple option, and about five minutes into that game, I looked at my wife and said, "Navy is not going to score a touchdown," and they did not. They got a field goal late to cut it to forty-two to three. Unfortunately, as I mentioned in the open, I bet Navy. So I took the twenty and a half. Navy's always going to slow it down. They had no shot against Notre Dame. Notre Dame with the new quarterback, Sam Hartman, the transfer from Wake Forest, they were impressive. But before I, again, before I jump up and down with a shillelagh in my hand, I'm going to have to wait and see on Notre Dame. All right, um, baseball to talk about. The Reds weekend in Arizona did not go particularly well. Tour championship golf season is over. We'll get to that. Some NFL news as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. It's time now for... Golf at Elk Run is a heck of a lot of fun. Their new clubhouse is must-see. It features two state-of-the-art TrackMan simulators open to the public, and the clubhouse can also host your next event, weddings, holiday parties, graduation parties, and everything in between. Elk Run's clubhouse can host up to 300 people to get your event rocking and rolling. Stop by Fridays for a couple events at Elk Run, and the course also offers junior programs for kids and classes and lessons for all skill levels, including beginners. Book your tee time at ElkRunGolfClub.com and make sure to follow them on Facebook for the latest news and events. And speaking of events... The course is in such great shape, the second annual Big X Sports Scramble is heading back to Elk Run on Friday, September 1st. Lock in your spot today by emailing BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquarters quartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com. 
Salsaritas.com to apply. Hey, I love Salsaritas. Why? Flame grilled meats, house made chips, fresh made salsas. For fast takeout, office catering, or your summer celebration, try Salsaritas. Visit them at St. Matthews or in Middletown or order online for special offers. Raising teens is tough, but one thing that makes it even harder is how popular vaping has become. When our son started vaping, he thought it was fun, safe, cool. But vaping began to control his life. It damaged his body, and it made him feel stressed, anxious, and depressed. The truth is, vaping is addictive. Addiction is a disease, and teens who vape are victims of a multi-billion dollar industry designed to dupe, designed to sell, designed to addict. If you know a teen who vapes, there's hope. They can text INDIANA to 873-373 to get helpful resources that will motivate, inspire, and support them in their journey to quit. As parents, we just want the best for our son and to see him reach his full potential. And now that he's vape-free, he can. With their whole lives ahead of them, there's never been a better time for the teens in your life to quit vaping. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Indiana High School Athletic Association and the Indiana Department of Health. Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tee to green. One of your favorite childhood memories is probably those visits to your local bakery and all those wonderful aromas fresh out of the oven. Chances are that bakery was Williams Bakery, 1051 North Clark Boulevard, Clarksville. Open seven days a week, Williams Bakery is Clark County's only remaining full-service bakery. Stop by so they can serve you. Or phone Ernie Polston and his dedicated staff at 284-2867. That's 284-2867. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Bats lose uh, a triple dipper this weekend. They got rained out Friday, lost to Toledo on Saturday, 16-2 and 10-3. Ouch. And then Sunday, the Mud Hens with a 6-1 victory. The Bats won two out of the six-game series at home against Toledo. They're on the road this week in Omaha to take on the Storm Chasers. First game tomorrow, first of a six-game set in Omaha, Nebraska. Nowhere I'd rather be. Uh, Southern Cal, by the way, beat San Jose State, the six-ranked Trojans, 56-28. Caleb Williams, who won the Heisman last year, is pretty much the odds-on favorite to win it this year. If I gave you Caleb Williams or the field, who are you taking? I like that question. Caleb Williams or the field? Caleb Williams on Saturday was 18 of 25, 278 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, He made it look easy. They didn't cover. It was 21 to 14 SC at halftime, but they led 56 to 21 uh, before San Jose State broke my heart with an unimportant late game touchdown. And then 13th ranked Notre Dame over Navy, 42 to three. Sam Hartman was impressive, as I said in his first game as a member of the Fighting Irish. However, 
the opponent was not so good. I don't know who the Irish play next. Because I really do wonder how good Notre Dame is. How good is Notre Dame? And a lot of people look good against Navy. Usually Notre Dame, Navy, it's either what we saw this weekend, which is a blowout, or it's close. This year, it was a blowout. Notre Dame's next game, which is on Saturday, they will host Tennessee State. Be careful to add that state at the end. 3.30 on Peacock. Then on the 9th, they will travel to Raleigh in one of those mandatory ACC games they have to play each year, a noon game on ABC against NC State. So there, there you go. Maybe a bit of a challenge there in Game 3. I don't think Tennessee State is uh, going to be much of a challenge. Vanderbilt, SEC, beat Hawaii 35-28. The Rainbows were 17-point underdogs, so they covered there. But uh, Vandy, a future Kentucky opponent, is 1-0. In fact, Kentucky's first road game will be at Vanderbilt. All right, baseball. The Reds lost 3-4 in Arizona. Oh, man. They're, not gonna, they're just not going to make it easy for me. That's all. That's all. They're not going to make it easy. I, I'm cursing the Brewers. The Brewers are the problem. Uh, Milwaukee. Is, has won eight in a row. And they won it won against good teams. They beat Texas and a team that should be good that isn't, San Diego. And they also had a, had a couple of those wins against Minnesota, another division leader. So Milwaukee has played great lately. They are now four games ahead of the Cubs, six ahead of Cincinnati. The Reds are a half game out of the – a game and a half, excuse me, out of the wild card. Tied with San Francisco. Guess who the Reds play the next three nights? You got it, San Francisco. Phillies have the first wild card spot. They're 72-58, and uh, and they're playing as good as anybody. They swept the Cardinals this weekend. Philadelphia, who was in the World Series last year, struggled out of the gate just like they did last year, and all of a sudden they're 14 games over five hundred, and... One of those quote unquote teams you don't want to play. Right? You ever you ever hear that? You get to the NCAA tar- basketball tournament or uh NFL playoffs. Oh man, they don't want to play that team. Phillies are now officially the team you don't want to play. Cubs have the second wild card. They're a half game ahead of Arizona, who's got the third wild card right now. Arizona played great early. Had a stretch where they were absolutely terrible, and then they played great again. And congratulations, by the way, to Trinity alum and Bellarmine, former Bellarmine pitcher Brandon Fodd, who got his first major league win. It happened to come against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, that was on Friday night, ten to eight. He had a had a big lead. The bullpen almost blew it for the for the Diamondbacks, but they held on. Um, and Brandon pitched very well again. He's been great in his last four or five starts. He's been really good. Uh, so congratulations to Father Brian and the whole Fott family uh, as Brandon got his first win on Friday night. But the Diamondbacks are a half, a game and a half ahead of the Giants and the Reds. And if you're Arizona, the good news is the Giants-Reds are playing each other. So some, one of those teams has to lose the next three nights. 
at least one of those, well, one of those teams will lose each of the next three nights. Let me say it the right way. Arizona, however, is in L.A. to take on the Dodgers. And I don't think they're going to sweep the Dodgers. Nobody ever really sweeps the Dodgers. So if you're Arizona, win a game here. Win one. Two would be great. Three would be completely unexpected. Um, then the Marlins are three back of the wild card. The Marlins did not have a good weekend as they uh, lost two of three to the Washington Nationals. That is good for your Cincinnati Reds. At this point, I bet the Reds to win the Central Division. When I bet them they were 22-1, to Ellie De La Cruz had just been called up. They went on a huge streak. They had the lead in the division at one time. I'm done with that, all right? They're six back. We're getting ready to head into September. They're not, in all likelihood, going to win the division. I just want them to get in the playoffs. But my conundrum is, my team is the Chicago Cubs, and I just want them to get in the playoffs. The third conundrum is, I'm pulling for Brandon Fott at Arizona. I'd love to see him pitch in the playoffs. I can't have all three teams in the playoffs because the Phillies are going to take one of those wildcard spots. That's the bottom line. So I guess in my heart of hearts, Cubs first, Diamondbacks second, Reds third. I hate to even say it. The Reds to just miss out on the playoffs. The last 25 years for the Reds, horrific. Horrific. Most of the time they're out of the playoffs by July, by the middle of July, by the All-Star break. So when they are close, I do want them to get in. A lot of young talent. A lot of young talent. And a lot of young talent that they'll have for a couple of more years until teams decide to poach them. What did Brad Pitt say in Moneyball? We're organ donors for the rich. The Yankees are taking our spleen. The Red Sox are taking our heart. The Dodgers are taking the rest of our organs. That's what you are when you're the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Oakland A's or the Cincinnati Reds. Eventually, you're organ donors for the rich. And Matt McLean, Spencer Steer, Andrew Abbott, Ellie De La Cruz, where will these guys be in four years? Stay tuned to find out. The Reds have done a tremendous job. Getting talent. Hunter Green, even, who's pitched poorly since he's been back. They've done a great job of getting talent, acquiring young talent, drafting well. But when you can't sign these guys to a second contract, it really doesn't matter. The odds of them winning anything when they're very young, which they are right now, are long. The odds are long. You're in the same um, league, the National League with the Dodgers and the Braves and the Phillies and the Brewers and the Padres who are supposed to be good and the Mets who have the biggest payroll in baseball. It's a lot of teams you got to get through just to make it into the playoffs. And then you have to beat those teams with those uh, payrolls. It's nearly impossible. So the dream now If you're the Reds, if you're the A's, if you're the Royals, right? If you're the Pirates, who started great this year, make the playoffs. That's the dream. You should get a ring and a bonus for making the playoffs if you're one of the bottom 
bottom 10 payroll teams. They, they should have a, you should get an award. David Bell could be manager of the year if the Reds make the playoffs. He could. And maybe he should. David Ross, if the Cubs make the playoffs. Cubs don't have a small payroll, but they don't have a gigantic payroll either. They should, but they don't. They're still pay- I think they're still playing, paying Jason Hayward, which is crazy. Tori Lovello at Arizona could be manager of the year in the National League. Maybe should be. Trade Council, Milwaukee. Milwaukee was supposed to win the Central, so maybe not. American League, to me, is cut and dry. Brandon Hyde. Brandon Hyde of the Orioles, manager of the year. They are 32 games over 500. Yeah, the Baltimore Orioles. They're ahead of the Yankees. They're ahead of the Red Sox. Even the Blue Jays and Rays. Uh, they're only a game and a half for the head of the Rays now, though. Rays and Yankees had some uh, interesting moments yesterday as the benches emptied, I think, three times due to hit batsmen. The Yankees are at the point where they're just mad at everybody. They can't score. They got shut out three to nothing on Saturday. They had a four-two lead, got beat seven to four yesterday. The uh, they lost two out of three to the Rays, and they stink. They stink. They don't like stinking. They're the, we're the Yankees. We don't stink. And now they just now well, let's just fight everybody. All right. The Mariners, by the way, are in first place in the West. I'm sorry to bring that up to my friend Tony Burke. But the Mariners are in first place in the West by a game over the Rangers and the Astros. The Rangers are ice cold. They've lost 9 of 10 to drop out of first place. The Astros are fairly hot against bad teams that they've played here recently. And the Mariners are just plain out red hot. 9 out of 10 for the Seattle Mariners who were supposed to be a good team at the beginning of the year, were not a good team at the beginning of the year, and now here they are, a good team in late August. If the season ended today, Orioles, Mariners, Twins, division winners, Rays, Rangers, Astros, wildcard teams. Blue Jays are two and a half out of the wildcard. The Red Sox are four and a half. Everybody else is a non-factor. Look out for the Astros again. Now, we're used to them winning the West. We're accustomed to them winning the West, getting to World Series, winning World Series. A lot of talent, good pitching. They've struggled this year. They're still 16 games over 500. They're still 16 games over 500. And one game out of first place, now tied with the Texas Rangers. Do any of these guys play each other this weekend? Or this week, I should say. Well, Houston's at Boston. Um, Let's see. Oakland is at Seattle. Oh, man, the Mariners are just going to win more games. And Texas is in in New York to play the Metropolitans. (sighs) If you're Houston, Texas, and uh, Seattle, you're winning games this week. You should be winning games this week. Uh, The Reds. Tied with San Francisco, a game and a half out of the wild card. Three games beginning tonight in San Francisco. 9.45 start. Andrew Abbott will go for the Reds. 8-3 with a 3.16 ERA. Kyle Harrison 
for the Giants, 0-0, 540 earn run average. I think this might be one of those opener games where he pitches at the beginning, maybe an inning, maybe two, depending on how it's going, and then it's a bullpen game uh, for the Giants. So if you're the Reds, get a good performance out of Abbott tonight and uh, gain a game on the Giants because you got to win. It's a three-game set. You're at the point of the season. If you want to make the playoffs, you got to win two out of three against the Giants before you come home to play the uh, Chicago Cubs. Oh, my gosh. My Cubs? Oh, I don't like hearing that. I do not like hearing it. Beginning Friday, beginning with a doubleheader Friday, four-game series this weekend, Cubs at Reds. And then the Mariners come to Cincinnati, and then the Cardinals come to Cincinnati. It is a 10-game homestand starting Friday for the Reds. This is it. This is it. This homestand is it, along with these three games in San Francisco tonight. You want to get in the playoffs? Get hot now. 13 games, you can't go 6-7. and seven. You got to go 9-4 and four in these 13 games if you're the Reds. You got to go 9-4 and four if you want to make the playoffs. All right, we'll take a break. Golf was great yesterday. I got a, uh, a philosophical question for you after the break about golf and what would you rather have as Victor Hovland was unbelievable. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Check out our all-new spicy chicken sandwich, available at select Thornton locations. Right now, all Thornton's fountain drinks up to 32 ounces are only 89 cents. Save 5 cents per gallon every day with Thornton's refreshing rewards. Just download the app and start saving today. For more information, check out www.refreshingrewards.com. John Spears for M&M Cartage. You see those trucks riding down the road with the M&M Cartage sign? You could be a driver or work as a mechanic on one of those trucks. For 45 years, M&M Cartage has been a locally family-owned transportation company, and they're currently hiring those drivers and mechanics. To join their team, go online to mmcartage.com to apply. Headquartered in Louisville with locations in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Morristown, Tennessee, and Detroit. That's mmcartage.com to apply. When design is key to your landscape project, give Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge has more experience than any landscape company in the area. Remember, Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key to your project and you want the most experienced landscaping company in the area, give Walnut Ridge a call at 812-288-6691. Walnut Ridge Landscape and Design. When design is key. When you open a Flex checking account by Republic Bank, you'll gain access to over 90,000 ATMs nationwide. What's even better? You'll also get four ATM fee reimbursements per statement cycle just in case you have to use a non-Republic Bank network ATM. And with three simple ways to avoid a monthly fee, Flex checking might just be your easiest banking decision yet. Learn more at republicbank.com. Republic Bank. It's just easier here. $50 minimum opening deposit. Fees reimbursed on next business day. Member FDIC. 
Sports. Hey there, potential golfers. Are you tired of feeling forgotten because you've never swung a club before? Well, it's time to tee up for some fun at Wooded View Golf Course, where beginners are always welcome. Don't let your lack of experience keep you in the rough. Our friendly professional staff are here to help you swing into action and turn you into the ace of clubs in no time. Wooded View Golf Course is a fair way to spend your day offering a beautifully designed course that'll have you grinning from tee to green. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Scott Aldridge, your Jeffersonville Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 812-282-0000 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones member SIPC. Golf at Elk Run is a heck of a lot of fun. Their new clubhouse is must-see. It features two state-of-the-art TrackMan simulators open to the public, and the clubhouse can also host your next event. Weddings, holiday parties, graduation parties, and everything in between, Elk Run's clubhouse can host up to 300 people to get your event rocking and rolling. Stop by Fridays for a couple events at Elk Run, and the course also offers junior programs for kids and classes and lessons for all skill levels, including beginners. Book your tee time at ElkRunGolfClub.com and make sure to follow them on Facebook for the latest news and events. And speaking of events, the course is in such great shape, the second annual Big Export Scramble is heading back to Elk Run on Friday, September 1st. Lock in your spot today by emailing BigXScramble at Yahoo.com. As a mom, summer is long. So what's my number one mom hack? Splish-splashing, thrilling family daycations at Kentucky Kingdom. My little guy and my team making memories together is one of my favorite parts. But the best part, I don't have to plan a thing. Get vacation vibes without vacation prices. For a limited time, buy your Kentucky Kingdom Season Pass for as low as $74.99. Now open weekends. <laughs> Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Monday. Mike Rutherford shows 3-6 to six today. He'll be uh, all over Louisville football. Jeff Brown with his press conference this morning, pregame press conference as the Cards head to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech on Friday night in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. I guess it's a neutral site. I said this last week. I think you'll have as many, if not more, Louisville fans than Georgia Tech fans. They will travel to Atlanta. It's a, a simple little drive for a Friday night football game. So I think, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I think the crowd will be at least half Louisville. Uh, Georgia Tech, I don't think they show out for football. And if you're a Louisville fan, this is the beginning of the Jeff Brom era. This is an era that you've waited for for several years. You, we remember the lowballing that he got the last time. And maybe the, I don't want to say fact because facts are optional, the perception that came about that the former university president who would leave days later didn't want Jeff Brom to be the head coach. Didn't want it, even though she was leaving to go elsewhere. Uh, Card fans were disappointed that Scott Satterfield was named the head coach. He did a he did a good job. He did an okay job. Went to a bowl game his last year. Bolted for Cincinnati. You got another shot this time. You don't lowball him, and you do get Jeff Brom into the fold. And Louisville fan has waited a long time for this. 
and a lot of them will head to, to Atlanta this weekend. And I wish I was going. I will tell you, if I did not have a St. X game on Friday, I would be in Atlanta on Friday if I did not have a prior commitment. So uh, there you go. Louisville, Georgia Tech. I'll have to DVR the game because I'll be over at uh, Tiger Tech over in the St. X campus. But I will watch it as soon as I get home. All right. Little NFL news here. The Cowboys traded for Trey Lance this weekend. Now, of all the things I didn't think I was going to say on this Monday morning, it was the Cowboys traded for Trey Lance. The 49ers, who gave up four number one picks for this guy, are done with him at the age of 23. If you're a quarterback and you cannot succeed in a system by head coach Kyle Shanahan, then I question whether you will ever be able to succeed. But the Cowboys took a chance here on a guy that they will have to pay next year, if they keep him on the roster, $29 million. He has started four NFL games, two and two in those NFL games, five touchdowns, three interceptions, 55% passer completion rating, completion percentage. I don't know why the Cowboys want Trey Lance. They've got Dak Prescott. And by the way, this is all Jerry Jones because Dak Prescott didn't know it was coming, and head coach Mike McCarthy, he didn't know it was coming either. They were blindsided. This is Jerry Jones doing Jerry Jones things. He's the owner, which means if you watch Winning Time about the Laker dynasty, and I watched it again last night, he's the owner. That means he's the king. He can do whatever he wants. He's also the GM, which is ridiculous. He can do whatever he wants. The Cowboys traded a fourth-round pick for quarterback Trey Lance. Remember during COVID when nobody was playing football, South Dakota State, I think it was South Dakota State, I to, it might be South Dakota, played one game, one game only, so that they could show off the talent of Trey Lance and get teams interested in drafting him. And he didn't play very well. That should have been hint number one. We set this game up just to show him off, and he didn't show off. And now the Cowboys have it. They have Dak Prescott as their number one quarterback. They have Cooper Rush, who filled in for Dak Prescott when he was hurt, as their number two. They've got Will Greer former Florida quarterback, West Virginia quarterback, played good against the Raiders in the final preseason game. That's three, and now they've got Trey Lance. Which one of these guys is on the practice squad? Which one of these guys is the emergency quarterback? Because Dak Prescott's the starter, at least for now. How do you feel if you're Dak Prescott? Whose contract, by the way, is so ridiculously player-friendly, that even if he plays poorly, the Cowboys can't get rid of him. They would take a – I know this is technical terminology and nobody cares, but they would take a $61 million hit on their salary cap if they decided after this year to get rid of Dak Prescott, which means they're not getting rid of Dak Prescott. So why do you bring in a quarterback who the Niners have given up on at age 23 – 
And in order to re-sign him next year, you have to pay him $29 million. It makes absolutely no sense. But that's Jerry Jones. Three teams have named rookies as starting quarterbacks for opening day. That includes C.J. Stroud with the Texans. To that, I say, why not? Yes, Davis Mills might be the best quarterback on the roster, but you know what? You're the Houston Texans. You're in the AFC. You're not going anywhere. You might as well play this dude as many snaps as you can and try to make him a better quarterback. Bryce Young will start for the Carolina Panthers. Okay, I guess. You're the Panthers. Now, the NFC is easier. That division is not difficult with New Orleans, Tampa Bay, and Atlanta. So that's, that division's a complete crapshoot who's going to win it. You got Baker Mayfield quarterback in Tampa. You got uh, Derek Carr quarterbacking the uh, Saints. And you got Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. I think based on those quarterbacks and Bryce Young, I would say, give me the Saints. Give me give me Derek Carr, who at least I know what I'm getting. I know what I'm getting out of Derek Carr. So those two guys will start, and Anthony Richardson will start for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I go back to the AFC thing. You got the Chiefs. You got the Bills. You got the Bengals. You're not winning the AFC in Indianapolis. But the better quarterback on the roster is probably Gardner Minshew. He's the better quarterback. But Anthony Richardson is going to get the start for the Indianapolis Colts. My Indianapolis Colts. All right, Victor Hovland was great yesterday. He finished 27 under. He started at 8 under on the uh, with the staggered starting system at the Tour Championship. So he shot 19 under. So did Xander Schauffele, who finished six shots back. Schauffele, 62 yesterday. Uh, Hovland shot a 63. Those were the best two scores of the day, and they were the two guys that were in the lead. They ran away from the rest of the field, and Hovland ran away from Schauffele as well. 18 million first-place check for the Tour Championship. 18 mil. Conversely, Wyndham Clark finished third, by the way. He got $5 million for third place. Do you know what he got for winning the U.S. Open? $3.4 million. Win a major, $3.4 million, come in third at the Tour Championship, which is not a major, $5 million. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I get it. Here's the, hype. Here's the question. Here's the... Uh, existential question of the day. Would you rather win a major Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, or PGA Championship, or the FedEx Cup? You only get to win one, and you only get to win it one time. What's your answer? Financially, it's simple. Tour Championship. $18 million. But would you rather say I'm a former Masters champion at which you win, I think, $3.6 million? One-sixth? I don't know if that's right. One, a little over one-sixth of what you would get for winning the Tour Championship? 
By the way, if you win the Tour Championship, it means you had a pretty good year. Now, you didn't win a major. Victor Hovland did not win a major. He played well in a couple, but he didn't win a major. John Rahm won the Masters. Brooks Kepka won the PGA. Wyndham Clark won the U.S. Open. Brian Harmon won the Open Championship. But Victor Hovland made more than all four of those guys combined made in their major championship victories. What would you rather win? Keep in mind, it's the only thing you're going to win. Ten years from now, you can say, I won the Masters, or you can say, I won the FedEx Championship. Obviously, you get more admiration by saying, I won the Masters. Here's my trophy. Here's my green jacket. But you can buy a whole lot of trophies and a whole lot of green jackets with $18 million. And you will have a trophy and you can say, I won the FedEx Cup. I'm sorry, you won the what? I won the FedEx Cup. Um, what is that? Well, they call it something else now because a different sponsor took over. Now it's the UPS Cup. Or it's the DHL International Cup. Whatever. It's a great question. 414-1450, if you've got an answer, which one would you rather have? Texture says you're rich either way. Take the glory. Now, I'm saying you win the major, which is $3.5 million, never win anything exciting again. You only get one. And you're a lot richer. Remember, uh, Louis Oosthuizen won the Masters. Right? There are guys that have won the British Open that you've never heard from again. By the way, the uh, Ryder Cup team is halfway set. As we know, Max Homa, Patrick Cantlay, Wyndham Clark, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Brian Harmon, and Xander Schauffele. Who are the other six going to be? Brooks Kepka, you got to take him. Now that there, there's been this kumbaya moment between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour, you got to take Brooks Kepka. Ricky Fowler, question mark? Lucas Glover, who won two of the last five tournaments, question mark? Justin Thomas is not going to make it, Louisville people, St. X people. He ain't going to make it. Who do you take? Glover didn't play great at Eastlake. Ricky had a good final round at Eastlake. I think Ricky's on the team, and I think Kepka has to be on the team. I'll delve more into that tomorrow. I think they make the announcement tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Back at it on Tuesday. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.